Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to Koinonia. I'm Pastor Maurice Chavez, and this is 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk Radio. I'm in for Tom Brown, and we are in the studio talking about fathers and where you measure up as a father. So if you're a man, if you're a father and you're listening to this program, um, this program is for you. And so that's what we're talking about. We, just a little bit ago, we talked about being uh, basically where men are falling short or fathers are falling short today um, and the reasons why. And so, you know, we, we kind of talked, uh, ended on, on talking about unrealistic expectations. So now I want to talk about what are the expectations, uh, what things uh, are the expectations. And I think you and I were talking in between in the, on the break. And yes. uh, one of the, let me start with the first one, because we, we also kind of ended with this one was quality time as opposed to quantity time. So if there's an expectation as a father, um, it's important to spend quality time. And don't even look at it as spending. Look at it as investing. Yes. Um, investing quality time in your children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what, what would you say to that? Well, I'd, I'd like to go back to the first point. One of the things that I, I learned actually from you is, is when you spend with Jaden, for example, mm-hmm. I get a kick of when I see the quality time that you spend with her. Mm. You're taking some time out because you are busy. Right. But you make sure that she gets that time to be heard, to be seen. Let's say it's a recital, whether it's dance, whether it's uh, singing. Um, and it's, it, this, is a, this is an important time. The child, I wouldn't, I didn't want to use the word, demands the time of the parent. But, yeah. but is, that's, it's a, safe, it's a safe, safe assumption to say yes. that. So. Um, I was sharing with you that I had a problem with, with uh, Jeremiah, my uh, middle son. And he, we got into an argument one day. And I realized I was trying to teach him a positive message, but I was absolutely not hearing a thing he had to say. Mm-hmm. He deserve, a child deserves also a right to say something. Right. I was raised uh, being from an ethnic, from a Polish background. My parents were both from Europe, very strict, very rigid. And most of the time, people, we were to be seen but not heard. Right. You know, it, and it was a situation where I never really knew, learned um, a communication skill. Right. Well, they just kind of pushed you off into the background um, and uh, would invest in you later when you were able to understand something. Yes. Um, so, you know, we, we go from quality time, which is investing investing your time uh, and making the most of that time with your child. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you turn off your phone, uh, let your secretary know you're going to be unavailable um, exactly. and spend it with them in that in that moment. Um the second one you mentioned was listening, yes. is uh, listen to your children. Uh, sometimes your children want to say something or talk, and they always get, seem to get ignored and pushed back or pushed away. Or, you know, it, um, you, know you said that they, you know, we, we kind of, uh, children are, should be seen and not heard. That's the kind of the way. Uh, I, I was somewhat raised in that same kind of uh, a setting yes. to where, you know, it was like, you know, go watch TV. Um, TV was my, was my nanny. For me when I was growing up. Me too. You know, so I remember all of the old TV shows, you know, but, um, but when I wanted to say something, it wasn't until I actually had to say something that I had to say it forcefully as a child that if, you know, and, and I got in trouble because I said it, but then later on I was apologized to because they, they understood what I was trying to say. Um, exactly. So so listening is important. Critical, you know. critical, because a, a child will think that this is something important I need to share with them. Right. And and uh, if we miss that cue, if we miss that cue, it could be a critical thing. Right. Yeah. Well. And and, and you know what are they saying? You know what, what what does a child say? What you know we we think you know as we grow up that 
our children don't have anything valuable to say. But the Bible talks about the fact that out of the mouth of babes, yes. you know, and this comes was, anointed praise, you know. And this was exactly the thing. Jeremiah was telling, was trying to tell me something that he had learned mm. about life. It was something that was important to him about even the Bible, what his perspective was on something. And, and, and I shut him out. <laughs> I shut uh, him. And it was... And, and I later um, was smart enough to go and apologize mm. and make sure that that mistake is never happens again. And we discuss things quite openly now because he learns from it. And actually, he is anointed. He has anointed. Uh, he was prayed over, and uh, he is quite discerning. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure that he's got a great calling in his life. You know, that, that's going to be a key issue uh, to him achieving what God has in store Amen. for him. But um, I would probably say maybe a third thing, of a third expectation as a parent is, uh, and this one I don't believe is unrealistic, but as a father, uh, it's important for us to be patient, you know, mm-hmm. uh, patient with our kids. Uh, sometimes they don't, maybe they have, if they have a learning disability or even if they don't have a learning disability, uh, it's still important to be patient with them. Yes. Why, why would you think that's important? Um, well, having patience, expecting they, they may fall, they may have... You know, they may make a mistake in life. Patience offers a little leeway, a little mm-hmm. lenience. Um, again, being from a strict background, when I was, if I made a mistake, I knew about it real quick. Mm-hmm. My parents reminded me real quick. Right. But there was no patience. There was no uh, allowance to grow. Right. And if we have to allow the, in that patience allowance to grow. I think that the, uh, a good definition, this isn't Webster's or anything, but I think a good definition of patience is uh, is I'm going to tolerate what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. so I can help you to to teach you how not to do it later, you know. As opposed to saying, you know, I'm you know I'm intolerant and I will I'm just running a strict background and that's it. But you know, um, some children they don't have that they don't learn. And, uh, and my daughter Jaden is uh, has a learning disability. She she learns different than anybody that other people do. Um, and so um, I've had to learn to be patient with her, to mm-hmm. help her to understand in a different way. Um, and if I'm just expecting her to measure up to, the, you know, to, to be her, her sister, my, my oldest daughter, is, um, you know, she was a smart kid. She got A's in school, A's and B's, and, and she did great. She was on the honor roll. Um, great things. Um, and Jaden has, has struggled along the way with certain areas. And it would be unrealistic of me yes. to, and, and imp- uh, to expect her to, to, to live up to that standard, um, you know, to be like her sister when, you know, Jaden's a completely different person. Exactly. So patience is extremely important. And isn't it funny how God fathers us the same way? He's patient with us. Extremely, yeah. extremely patient. And we, 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 we think that, you know, we, we always look at God as, as this guy, this uh, old man sitting on a throne ready to strike us with lightning the moment we mess up. But that's the picture of an impatient father as opposed to God is patient, uh, especially in 1 Corinthians 13 where it's, you oh, know, God, it says yes. love is patient. That is the image, that is the picture of, of the love of God for us. The Bible says that God is what? God is love. love. You yes, know? He is. And so you know, when he's love, God is patient, God is kind, God is never envious or boastful or proud, God is never puffed up, he's never... So when you look at it that way, you realize, hey, you know, God is patient, and maybe as a father, I need to be patient with my kids, you know, just the same. Um, what about boldness? You know, as a, as a parent, it's important for us to not uh, be afraid to confront our children when they're wrong. Um, 
there was a time I think that 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 I experienced, and that is that is awful true right now, and and it's um, goes back to that expectation. Um, how a child perceives his, his parent, for example, mm-hmm. um, boldness in dealing with any situation that they're confronted with. Mm-hmm. If, if, if they're, for example, if they're witnessing something their uh, parent is doing and they're not standing up for something they feel they should, mm-hmm. there's a boldness. You know, I, there was times that um, I didn't want to deal with something, so I just I blew it off or I shrugged it off. Again, if that child is watching... That's what they're going to pick up on. Well, absolutely. You know, uh, boldness is important. I remember my father was very bold with me uh, when it came to uh, confronting me about myself or things that, mm-hmm. I, you know, as a, as a teenager I was doing um, because as a teenager I strayed away from God for a while and, and um, was, uh, was uh, trying to find my way back. And so uh, there was times I know that uh, my dad was not that patient with me, but um, but I also have to admit that I pushed all the buttons to, to, to drive him there, you know. Yes. So, um, but he was bold in confronting me about things that I was doing that were inappropriate or wrong or uh, and needed to change my behavior. But also, uh, a father needs to not only be bold in confronting his children, but he needs to be bold and courageous in covering his children. That's the point. Yes. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, think about this: that we we have uh, we're in a, such a wicked world today that. That uh, kids are are it's hard to to know who to trust anymore with your children, right? Um, so you know we want to make sure we get to that place where we are being bold to confront. Hey, you know, um, not to the point where you know I don't know. I grew up where where if I did something wrong, uh, my dad believed the neighbor. Uh, today uh, we we uh, we don't believe in the neighbor and we believe our children and the ch- child will lie through everything, and then the neighbor's the one that gets the sour end of the stick. Uh, but, uh, there was times when I was growing up when I, you know, I did something I shouldn't have. And as a result of that, uh, the neighbor came to tell my dad and brought me by my ear. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days that you can't do that now. No, uh, but no. brought me by my ear to my dad and my dad, and he was saying, you know, your son did this and your son did that and your son did this. And my dad said, he told me, go to your room. And, and then he, I could hear him thanking the thinking, getting more details and then thinking. And then he came in and, and, and talked with me and stuff like that. But, uh, then there's been other times when I've, you know, I had somebody that a teacher that was very um, pressing on me and and pushing me in a, in a, in a direction uh, to kind of intimidate and provoke me. And my father came in to talk to that teacher right at class time. Yes. Um, he didn't wait to like schedule an appointment. He came talk to him right then and there. Um, and it's important to show your kids that you cover them with, you know, that you, they can run to you for shelter. Yes. You know, we had a very similar uh, situation with one of my sons. Uh, he had a learning disability. Jeremiah is very similar to, uh, Jaden. Mm. And, um, and these teachers were just continually, you know, they were, and I finally had to walk in one day and I didn't wait for an appointment. I just had to confront the teacher mm. because I said, my son can't be doing something every day or every hour. There's you, what is the problem? Right. And it came out to be the teacher just was having a problem with Jeremiah and didn't know how to deal with it. Uh, and, yeah. um, I would probably do it. <laughs> and you know, Jeremiah was being either sat in the corner, sat in the office on a daily basis. And even finally the, the principal, once I confronted the whole situation, finally said, no, this might not be the best environment or the teacher for your son. Right. And my son finally said, look, well, my dad is standing up for me. And he appreciated that. Absolutely. Actually, one day I took him up and just pulled him right out of class because I realized the teacher was not acting appropriately. And sometimes we, we, we as parents have to, to show the kids that we're 
we believe them, yes. uh, that they can tell us the truth, and mm-hmm. that we will we will guard them and protect them. So, exactly. Um, yeah, we're, we are on a great topic right now. We're talking about fatherhood and being a father. You're listening to 1360 KPXQ Radio. Koinonia is the name of the program. I'm Pastor Maurice Chavez, and we'll be right back in just a few minutes. <laughs> 